Tatum over the shoulder to Smart. Smart throws his fire away. The shot's up, and it's good. Well, why not? That bucket looks like a pool. It's got to be the hottest fourth, the hottest quarter from three in finals history. 17-0 run. One twenty to one hundred eight. Warriors had their large lead, eighty-seven seventy-two, with two ten to go in the third quarter. Started the fourth quarter by twelve, but it just all went away. Uh, the fourth quarter started poorly. Uh, Brown made a jumper, and that just seemed to get him going. He followed that with a three, while the Warriors had the consecutive missed three by Clay, missed three by Poole. Andre missed a 15-footer. Poole put the ball out of bounds in 2 minutes and 17 seconds. The lead was down to 7, and a moment later down to 5 off of Brown's penetration. A lob to Robert Williams and a dunk. And it that just snowballed from there. Uh, Boston was unbelievable in the fourth quarter. 15 of 22, 68%. 9 of 12 from 3, but they were 8 of 9. They hit 8 of their first 9. They hit their first 7, missed one, then hit another. They were 8 of their first 9. They had one turnover and 12 assists in the fourth quarter. It's one of the best fourth quarters in NBA Finals history. Brown with 10, Horford with 11. And for the game, it was Boston, the team that was moving the ball. 33 assists on 43 buckets, and they take game 1 by a count of 120 to 108. 26 for Al Horford, 9 of 12, 6 of 8 shooting. And that in his NBA Finals debut. Jason Tatum didn't shoot the ball well. He was 3 of 17. But he had 13 assists, so he was still drawing a crowd. Jalen Brown got going. 24 points. I've mentioned 10 of those in the fourth quarter. 18 for Marcus Smart. Though he really didn't have a major role in that comeback. Warriors had a 34 for Stephen Curry, 12 of 25. He had a 21-point first quarter, 20 for Andrew Wiggins, 15 for Klay Thompson, 12 for Otto Porter Jr., but Jordan Poole struggled tonight. He had four turnovers, two of seven. Draymond was two of 12, and they did so many things well in this game, Tom, but that fourth quarter is going to wipe all of that away. Hey, I'm still stunned yeah. thinking about it because... It was. It wasn't just one guy. Like yeah, Brown got him going. He was four for six in the four, two for three from three, and that really kind of energized him, got him going. And then again, you get that momentum where you start feeling it, and then somebody else hits a three, and then somebody else hits a three, and the Warriors can't quite put it back in gear. And when you're, you get a twelve point lead, and you're clipping them off three points at a time, you get back into it in a big time hurry. And that's exactly what they did. Like, they went, they got back into it, and they went by him. And they just did not miss. Again, 7 for 7, did not miss. Derek White, Al Horford, Marcus Smart. I mean, they're okay. You know, Marcus Smart, as you said, some games he could be fire, some games he could not be. Horford's a solid shooter. So is Derek White. Maybe a little better than Saul, but right around there. They were combined 15 for 23 from three. Yeah. 15 for 23 from three. And the way it was going in the in the fourth, that one Derek White threw up was, oh. I, I mean, just that's the way it was going for them. They just were not missing. But the Warriors, again, got a little stagnant. And I thought at times in the fourth 
when Boston started coming back, the offense wasn't working for them. They were trying to find a matchup. They went to that high pick and roll a lot uh, with Steph Curry. That kind of ran out. And then they had some unforced turnovers. And then Boston's really good. You drive into that defense, they're coming for you. And right. they got a lot of length. And they're, they're reaching for the ball and swiping at the ball. And it's hard to score on them in the paint. I don't know, though, that 26 points is going to be good enough. Uh, paint points to win a ball game. Now, they were 13 for 29, so the shooting wasn't terrible. But, again, you got to take into account you're closer to the bucket, so you should be shooting a little higher percentage. Boston wasn't that much better, 17 for 34 higher percentage, but only 34 points. Maybe this game's going to be played on the perimeter. Maybe it's just a perimeter game. But if anybody can get to the line a little bit more, uh, score inside the paint a little bit more, like a guy like Wiggins. He's the guy I look at and go, you know what, when he wants to, he can take it to the rack with the best of them. No doubt about that. Clay doesn't do that. We get that. Jordan Poole can do a better job of that. But he's got to do it in the flow of the offense, not say, oh, I got you, and do his dribbling, and he take it to Because the, these guys lock in on you. You're not going to do your sleight of hand stuff and do all that kind of stuff and, and beat these guys because they've seen the film. They're ready for you. They're going to be prepared for that kind of stuff. So it's got to be quick movements, bam, get to the rim, try and finish, or hard dribble, hard dribble, kick it, and, and, and let it move. Not the dribble, 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 because then the defense has a chance to lock in on you. But, I mean, maybe it will be a perimeter series. I'm not sure. But, again, that one was really unexpected. It wasn't. Then not so much they lost, but the way they lost. Yes. It was like we have a 12-point lead, whoop, we're down eight. And it just seemed to happen, like, so quick. We won't see that again. I know these guys can shoot, and you could leave them open again. They're not going to make that many. Right. Uh, and then when they started getting hot, though, I thought the defense kind of, you need to stay attached to the guy on the perimeter now a little bit more. And they didn't. They lost some guys, uh, White and Horford in particular. And, I, I mean, what a heck of an effort, though, by the Celtics. You're talking about a team who had to go to a game seven against Miami. Yeah. On the road. Fly home. They don't want to go home. They the, want to stay on the road. Yeah, they, <laughs> they, they might want, want to play on the road. The next day, fly all the way out here, uh, and and find a way to, to to get a victory when you're down twelve heading into the fourth quarter, and your star goes three for seventeen. Stat Muse says that Jalen Brown is shooting sixty six percent and sixty four point five percent from three in the fourth quarter in this year's playoffs. What? <laughs> he leads all players to fourth quarter points. 66% in the fourth? In the fourth. And 64% beyond the arc in the wow. fourth. Wow. Well, guess what he was tonight? Four for five, two for three. <laughs> so Man. I guess that makes sense. He was right, right on time. Wow. I thought you were going to say tonight. I was like, yeah, he's four for six for the playoffs. That's, that's amazing. That really is. So what... Uh, you know, it's a game of adjustments, as everybody likes to say yeah, in the playoffs. Exactly. Um, what adjustment do you make? I mean, do you, you know, is this, do you make, you know, what, a couple of things I think have to be said. One is they do have to be more cognizant of Robert Williams, where he's going to be. This is a team that likes to block shots. Yep. You got to be more cognizant of that. And I think they have to, to, to again, grind their way through possessions. And, um, and, and by that I mean, 
you know, they're not going to get easy looks in the half-court set. So I, I think they have to find a way just to get everybody into an attack mode and get Boston spread out defensively. Yep. And, and that way, if you do get defensive help coming into you into the paint, that, that's where you can make them pay for that. And so, uh, so I think that's something they can they can do, and they've got to get better minutes when Curry's off the floor. Yeah, no question, no about doubt that. about it. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, I thought they did a nice job of drive, draw, kick. They had 19 threes themselves. I mean, right. they 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 hit a lot. They shot 42 percent. So that's I mean, that's really really good shooting that high a percentage and making that many threes. Here's what you got to balance. You got to balance. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna try to score. We're going to try to get to the rim. We know he's a shot blocker. He blocked four shots tonight. How many others would you say he affected? Four? Eight? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of them where he was coming. Right. And guys had to shoot it higher right. or shoot it quicker. It's okay to stop at the dotted. Yeah. Beat somebody, stop at the dotted. Shoot that little 12 foot. It counts just the same. It, 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 it's fine. Yeah. You don't have to. And I always mention this because I always remember it. Nelly told me one time, just because you get closer to the bucket doesn't mean it's an easier shot. I thought about it. I go, yeah, you know what? That's true. Because sometimes you get all the way to the bucket, and guess who's waiting for you? Akeem. I should have taken that 12-footer. Yeah. <laughs> that would have worked out a lot better for me. I'm not going to taste leather on the 12-footer as opposed to trying to take it in against Akeem or any other big guy. But there's a middle ground there. And you, you be, and you also have to realize this too against this team. You beat a guy, that backflow is coming. They're like the Warriors; they don't give up on plays. They're going to keep coming and keep reaching for the ball. It's not going to be "I beat you easy sailing." Like this isn't the Mavericks anymore, right? All right, this isn't like okay, we're good. Beat somebody, ooh, let's get to the paint. We're good to go. No shot blockers. We're good to go. No, this is a really good defensive team with a really good shot blocker, and you, you, you got to find that middle ground sometimes. It doesn't always have to be a three or a layup. I know teams say mid-range jump shot's the most inefficient shot in basketball, but guess what? It still if, counts. If that's a shot you got, that's a shot you should take. If that's the best shot you can get, take it. Take it. Especially on this team. You Absolutely. Absolutely. So. By the way, we set a new NBA Finals record. We uh, had the, the door behind R.C. Davis, our producer, was opened and closed mo- more times than any other broadcast door in NBA Finals history. And that's saying something. It, it was a it, finals it, record. It's a finals record. That's saying something. We should all be so proud. Yes. Um, boy, just um, it's going to be an interesting couple of days because, as we know, with uh, so much press and everything, it's the, uh, it's the overreaction culture that we have now. And uh, Oh, yeah, that's a given. It's, it's going to be... Uh, a tough couple of days for Steve Kerr and, and uh, the Warriors. To there'll be a lot said and a lot of questions asked. And and uh, but I, I, again, it's the NBA Finals. The, the moment there's no no such thing as momentum. You know, it's just one game. And so we'll see what happens in Game Two on on Sunday. And uh, I'm just gonna go go home and and just uh, me and the bear are gonna stay, commiserate. Stay away from the bear. Me and the bear are gonna commiserate tonight. <laughs> Stay away from the bear. <laughs> Look, it's one game. You, you you take it for what it is, and you need four of them. They have a leg up now, and they took one on the road. Now, it makes Sunday that much more important for the Warriors because Boston can just say, hey, we got one. We wanted to come here and get one. Let's get two. 
We get two if we go out there and play, and they're going to feel like they can get one. The Warriors are going to feel like, hey, if they didn't catch fire in the fourth uh, and, and we didn't kind of bog down on offense, we know what we need to do against this team. And they're going to feel confident coming back to game uh, to game two that they're going to win. They're going to feel that way. And, and, and Boston is too. They're going to feel the exact same way. So it, I figured this would be a long series. Uh, both teams are really, really good. Both teams compete. Both teams get after it on defense. So I just, I think it's, like I said, I thought it'd be six or seven coming in. Uh, nothing's changed my mind. I will say, though, mildly, like just mildly surprised that they were able to come in and win this based on the seven games against Miami and the travel and all that kind of yeah. stuff. I figured it'd be really tough. And then they went down and 15. They showed a lot uh, coming back from a 15-point deficit. If the Warriors come out and and punch out a run at the start of the fourth quarter, the game might have been over. Yeah. Might have been no, over. No, you're absolutely Ain't right. nothing burst. All of a sudden, it's a 20-point game, yep. and you're feeling totally different. So, Instead, it, it goes the other way. It goes the other way. and uh, But the seven-game series. you got to win four. Yep. And the Warriors are a really good team. So. And, look, this is what I've seen. Boy, I'm trying to count them. I, I think I've seen every Celtic playoff game uh, in its entirety. And this team's been down before. And they have come back from deficits like this before in the second half before. They just, they just have a way about them. And if, when you're really good defensively, you're able to do things like that. And then hopefully your, your offense uh, clicks in at some point. And we've seen the Warriors do that. They're a really good defensive team. They just keep grinding, keep grinding, keep grinding. And all of a sudden, Clay and Steph or Wiggins, somebody will get hot from three and they'll just go whoop, right by you because they keep grinding defensively. That's what the Celtics do. And I can't imagine, uh, have, I mean, they, they got to be as full of confidence as you could possibly be uh, coming back and winning this one. So can't wait for Sunday. It should be a lot of fun. All right. Well, we will um, see you What are you going to do now? Sunday. You have no scoreboard. You have no nothing. Nothing. That's it. I'm done. Wow. I'm going to go home and see the bear. Are you going to drive around and look for it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need some company. <laughs> I got some crackers for you if you want to. <laughs> yeah, tell me uh, oh, tell man. me how that goes. Uh, I'll let you know. I'm guessing it was a uh, black bear. Yeah, I would think so. I don't think we. I don't think. No, I know it's not a grizzly. grizzly. <laughs> well, if it's a grizzly, trust me, <laughs> yeah. they wouldn't be telling people, "Hey, if you see it, just let it do bear thing." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be an immediate. Let's get this thing out of there before that grizzly oh, takes man. out a whole neighborhood. Oh. So uh, yeah, if you see it, tell us that hi. I will. Or her. Or her. Could I'm, be her. I'm we not don't know. sure if it's uh, don't know, him or. I'm not going to find oh, out. Oh, and uh, put your garbage cans inside. Oh, yeah. I already uh, pulled them up already. Yeah. Because so. uh, bears enjoy enjoy garbage. So mm. hopefully I'll see you Sunday then. Yeah. I mean, if the bear doesn't get you, then. you <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the earthquake, you know, last night's earthquake. Or oh, we had an earthquake the, last night? Yeah. I didn't feel it. 4-1 up in uh, Pittsburgh. Wow. What yeah. time? Uh, about five something this morning. Woke me uh, up. Okay, yeah, yeah. It'd have to be like a nine to wake me up at five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's what's this lumber doing on top of me? <laughs> I didn't know we had a water bed. Whoa! Oh that's man! Pretty cool. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Water bend. <laughs> See you Sunday. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> All right.